0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back into Primetime TV show right here at WeBeamTV.com. I'm Barbara Marville Kelly, and with me is Doc, as they call him here, Dennis Kelly. Welcome back
1: good to be back
0: it's a it's been a good little while since you've been on the show live and unrehearsed right
1: yeah seems like a long time ago
0: you've been really busy behind the scenes and making things happen I do want to say we uh, we're going to have dr. Wynn cardiologist on the show today but it looks like we will have to reschedule him but it's okay I think we have a lot to share with you guys because a lot has been happening in our lives when it comes to healthy lifestyles taking good care of our hearts by living a heart-centered lifestyle, but also some of the different things that we can do for prevention of serious illnesses and different things of that nature, just by really doing some research, being accountable for your health and really being proactive. So um, just, you know, follow us along. If some of this you've heard before, it's okay because it's always really great to, Reiterate all of that. It's really been the lifestyle that we've been living for like how many years? We've been together, married. It'll be eighteen years, but we've been together a yeah, couple of years past strange.
1: that. Time goes by so fast. The older we get, the faster it goes. I know. I
0: know. It Can't really does. Can't believe we've been together that long. Exactly. And a lot of things have been happening. A lot of research that you do on a regular basis to see what we can do to really help ourselves grow younger. Is that really
1: possible? Anything's possible (laughs) Hippocrates said everybody should die young at an old age. Isn't that the truth? That's right.
0: And you know what it's you I've often heard you say in your Tai Chi classes It's about carrying your own suitcase when it's time.
1: That's right. When I leave this world I'm carrying my own suitcase. I don't need anybody to help me.
0: I hear you. I hear you So this is gonna be kind of like an open little discussion on what's been going on You have had a challenge with the P word, we don't even want to give Parkinson's the energy word, but you have been you know, challenged with that for, I would say, what, going on five years now?
1: Yeah, closer to six.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, when you were diagnosed with that, um, we were told by several sources there wasn't anything you could do about that. Well, when we're told that you can't do something, guess what? That motivates us to make sure we do everything we can to make it happen. And you've been doing a lot of different things um, to help yourself with the Parkinson's, still have a little bit of the tremoring, but you've been doing a lot, plus your Tai Chi classes. Isn't it ironic that you received nine grants to teach Parkinson's patients and you end up getting diagnosed with it. So that
1: was, that was. uh... A funny one. I laugh at it now. Of course, I didn't laugh at it when I was diagnosed.
0: Exactly. Exactly. My first
1: response was, God, why me? I know. Why me? Then I thought to myself, it didn't take long, and I thought, no, wait a minute. Why not me? Because who better equipped to fight a disease is somebody that's a natural warrior. That's right. Not a warrior, but a warrior. That's right. And I figured if I can... keep this from taking me out, so to speak, in other words, if I can keep this from getting worse and and hopefully even get rid of it completely, uh, think of the thousands of lives that I could Mm -hmm. really help. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people have Parkinson's or diseases that are close to that, fibromyalgia, lupus and a lot of the other neurological uh, forms.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly, and you've been teaching Tai Chi now, uh, all levels, all the way up through the grandmasters levels. For how many years? Going on forty. Going on forty years. So we've had several discussions about this and how that has really helped keep you kind of at bay, right?
1: Yeah, it, the key factors, like any disease, like any problem that you have, physically, mentally, and emotionally, uh, stress will contribute more to it. In fact, most of the problems are created by stress. The, The death hormone called cortisol, which we need to function, but we don't need as much. And it really interferes with a lot of our good health habits and things because like, for example, London School of Medicine did a 20 year study, one of the most conclusive studies on stress ever done. And they come to the conclusion, unmanaged mental and emotional reaction to stress and have a more of a danger bearing than smoking eating high cholesterol foods what that's profound it
0: is very profound and the average person really you know what they just they they go on autopilot with the daily stresses just from waking up in the morning to an alarm clock a noisy ar- alarm clock kind of sets you on edge right before you even
1: your feet hit the ground right yeah and then when you go take a shower which most of the showers are chlorine and drugs, not drugs, but chemicals into the the water. Mm -hmm. So then you shower and get those bad chemicals on the body. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it just doesn't seem to stop.
0: But we have a lot of mastered techniques on reducing stress. And I think we truly are authentic masters at it because of the various challenges that we have had with my husband dealing with the Parkinson's and then even with melanoma last year and has overcome that. And I think one of the the biggest points that we want to make coming right out of the gate as we open the show today is for you to stop to think on not to live in what if land, but what if you faced a health challenge today? right now. If we take as good care of ourselves as we possibly can be by doing research like we do, finding out what we can do to make sure that we are diffusing stress, and not just with the exercises or the deep breathing, but also with the foods that we eat, with the chemicals on the food. You brought up the chemicals in the water, with the water conditioners and all of that. But the same thing with the foods, right?
1: Right. Well, stress spelled backwards is desserts. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> so if you think of that, your dessert is being able to handle stress. Exactly. Become a stress master. You can conquer the world.
0: You know, that's true. And one of the things that we've done actually is we have flipped over to as many organic foods as we can. And sometimes that's a challenge. I don't find myself running all over town every time I need every single vegetable but for the most part we're doing pretty well and after doing some of the research on Parkinson's disease that is one of the contributing factors are pesticides on our foods I want to I want to tap into your long-term memory bank here because at one time remember didn't you say that the the Congress there's some number of the Congress that was talking about our our, um,
1: soil in our foods. Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't remember the exact year of the Congress, but it was back in the 30s. They said that our our, uh, soil has only three nutrition in it. Mm -hmm. And in other words, it has just three of the things necessary to make that soil healthy. For that soil to be healthy, I have to sixty minerals in the soil, because minerals have to be added. The plants don't grow minerals; they grow vitamins, but they don't grow minerals. So you have to put that into the soil. Exactly. And that's, that's <clears throat> back. Can you imagine what the soil is now? Probably a lot less than three. Exactly, and that has been depleted
0: since way back then. So when you stop to think about it, well, we we need minerals, and so um, if we're not eating foods that are grown in those minerals, what we do is take supplements,
1: right? Yeah, there are 60 trace minerals that need to be healthy. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's, that's, part, of the, that's part of the plan, really, is that's, to that's. have optimal health <laughs> and be sure that we are taking our supplements and we're not recommending any cures or anything like that of any disease. We don't do that. What we do is share what has worked for us. But every time you do a workshop, every time you do a class, you always bring up stress because it's here to stay. It's not going away. Turn on the news, watch politics, see what's happening around the globe. And I'll tell you that right there is enough to really get your dander up. So try to eliminate some of that and you'll see living a more peaceful, a more mindful, a more balanced life. And that's really what we try to do on a regular basis. Get a dog because that will also help, right? (laughs) We find that when we start to do a little bit of meditation or maybe if things aren't going the way we really would like them to go in a particular day, and that does happen, we kind of turn to within and think about love and that's what we're here about is sharing that in addition to everything that we are doing and sharing with you in our show on Prime Time is to raise the awareness on this, this crazy cortisol, what it does to the body, if you're new tuning in today, you may not have heard us say the one thing that changed my life when you were educating me on what happens to the body, when the stress just drips into your, your veins like poison, that one, that five minutes of an angry thought.
1: Right. Five minutes of an angry thought can lower your immune system for six hours to eight hours, for a whole day. Whole just one day. angry thought. So I'm going to have 10 years ago. Right. It takes five minutes so the key is you got two minutes to replace that with a caring loving thought exactly and
0: that's where our uh our training program comes in when we do those exercises of going to the heart and living that heart-centered life so when so when you can do that you know that you've really arrived at your own peaceful time and you can call on that anytime 24 7 And that's relying on yourself. That's what I'm talking about is being accountable, being proactive, seeing things that you can do, avoiding stressful situations, people that get on your nerves, there's always ways to to kind of diffuse that all in your mind and in your heart. But I know we have just a few seconds remaining. We're gonna be taking our first break and when we come back, we're gonna share a whole lot more with you here on Primetime. I'm glad to have you back in the saddle live in the chair, which you're going to be seeing more and more of. We're going to be having more guests and we're also gonna be talking about a movement that we are embarking on after our, our little uh, gathering yesterday with Mr. Uh, Brian Nelson. Brian, if you're out there, we're gonna do a shout out to you and we're gonna have Brian come on the show and talk about what we're all collaborating in and uh, to make that difference in the world. We're taking a break, we'll be right back. I'm at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi, everyone, and welcome back into Primetime TV. I'm Barbara Marville Kelly. With me is my husband, Dennis Kelly, back by popular demand. They call you Doc here. I wonder why. I don't know. Why do you think? I, I think it's because of all the <clears> knowledge <throat> that you impart and, and drip on everybody, which I think is is really awesome. So... We're going to continue to drip on our audience out there in TV land in hopes that you can really pull something from our show, even if it's just one little tidbit. And we've been talking about really different things that you can do to make those life changes. And we may be preaching to the choir out there because as far as us baby boomers go, well, I'm a baby boomer. You're not. You're the next generation (laughs) (laughs) with all due respect. But the whole idea is really to get the message out to those that maybe are growth-seeking individuals that would like to change their lifestyle. Maybe you are suffering from stress. Now, I don't know what the current figures are, but I do know that I've heard you say that stress is the number one cause that can that can lead to dis-ease, and in some cases, premature death. And when you really stop to think about it, I mean, we've had friends, you've had friends, that have left the planet way, way too soon. And many times it's as a result of some disease, something that has complicated matters. Maybe they've gone into surgery. I guess the bottom line is we're talking about taking as good care of ourselves as we possibly can. And if you're maybe wondering out there, well, what can cause Parkinson's and, and you know different things like that? I know you've been in the martial arts now for how many years? 40, 40 years and how many hits, even though you're on the defensive, your the defensive is epic because I've been there to watch you compete in men's full contact karate. But, you know, still your your body's getting, you know, moved around, to say the least. Right. Plus, you've been in several car accidents and hits to the head. Do we know for sure that that's what could have caused it? We don't for sure. All we know is that you're out of the black hole. <laughs> almost six years ago. He, yeah, you're right. It is almost six years ago. Yeah. That that uh, you were actually diagnosed, but it was coming on a little bit before that. So we're very blessed to know that <clears throat> you've done some uh, natural supplementation, and and we're always trying to stay on the cutting edge to to help people know that there are a lot of different answers out there. Why don't you talk a little bit about that?
1: Well. I believe the body is the best pharmaceutical factory in the world. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And it's hard for disease to stay a disease or spread in a mind that's, in in other words, in a positive mind. Not that everybody that's, uh, people that are positive won't get cancer that, but the number is a lot less. And the, the reason that we exercise and we eat right is to manage to counteract the stress through good supplementation, too. And, for example, when you talk about food, some people make it so complicated. It's very simple. 75% of your food that you eat should be water-soluble. Why is that? Fruits and vegetables. Why? Well, because there's no carcinogens in the fruit and the the, uh, vegetables. I mean there are certain hazards with that but they don't compare to the hazards of not eating right and and not handling stress Mm -hmm. so if you eat right 75 percent of what you eat being water-soluble and become i call it a stress master Mm -hmm. is where like anna weiss who wrote a book high performance mind she says a high performance mind is one that at will can reach that state of consciousness as most beneficial and desirable for any given circumstance and to me, that's very profound, what she's saying in her book. And I agree with her. She's a very well-known PhD that has done a lot of research on this. But the, the, the key thing is that you need to take and form a battle plan, so to speak. A battle plan is, what am I going to do to nullify the damaging effects of stress? First of all, realizing that after five minutes, you're putting bad chemicals, cortisol and several other bad chemicals that actually it's like acid dripping in the system. And so watching that, taking care of that. And also the most important thing is having a good attitude, an attitude of gratitude, and and it makes such a big difference. And having a life that you set goals, having a purposeful personal, passionate life mm-hmm. has a lot to do with having good results. The key thing is, why are we born? We don't know exactly the name of why, why or the means of why we're born, but we do know that if you really take care of yourself. That passes on into genetics of your spouse, and I mean, of your children. Exactly. And you set an example for them.
0: That's right. And I think that's what we're here to do is to set an example and to learn, to learn from the tragedies and life's challenges and crisis and goodness knows uh, what else comes our way. And it's all in how you handle it. Because like you're saying, that attitude, the attitude of gratitude will change what's going on in the body from
1: head to toe, won't it? Absolutely, and and the key, I what I do works very well for me, some call it segment intending, is if you want your day to go right, and if you don't want the bad stress hormones coming into the body, pick something that day, pick something you're really looking forward to. Mm, Create good idea. something. That, oh, it might even be a big piece of carrot cake. <laughs> knowing could, you, that it would could, be you. <laughs> it, it, it could be anything, but if it's something you look forward to and just one piece of carrot cake ain't going to do you unless of course you got diabetes type 1 and so on. But the key is to have something you're looking forward to. Always have something you're looking forward to. It's a simple mundane thing it doesn't have to be major and you'd be surprised how when you start feel the stress coming switch gears like changing channels on a TV set and change it to a channel that you're looking forward to. You
0: know, that is so true. That is, re- and it works. It really works. Because you're changing. When you have something to look forward to, it makes you feel good. Right. And there's always something that we can look forward to. Like you say, the you know, it's the little things in life, the, the small things in life. And I, I always look forward to doing our TV shows because we feel we're raising the awareness for people. And if, if we were to help one viewer out there with just a little something that we said, then we know we succeeded in our show. And that's why we're here. That's why we use this as a platform and uh, you know tucked away right in Port Ritchie, Florida. We are doing great things and our shows go globally. And that's another real exciting thing. Um, just over this weekend, speaking of looking forward to something, um, we received a text from my husband's film screenplay writer, Brian Nelson. And he was just making some great strides in the film industry and uh, wanted to get with us, which he did yesterday. And we collaborated on some great things on our movement called Passion, People, and Purpose. Hearts on Fire. People that have that, that unwavering passion in their hearts to drive a force that can really make a a difference in the world, to change things, to help people live a better quality of life. And so that's what we're in the process of doing. And we felt that the best way to do that is in a movie, a TV show, and even a documentary. So that's what we're working on. And we want you involved. You're always able to get a hold of us on Facebook, on Primetime, at Dennis Kelly, or Barbara Ann Marville Kelly, we're both on there and we have several different pages and you can always reach out to us if there's something special you're looking for, you want to hear. But that's what we're collaborating with right now and uh, we're planning on uh, looking into doing a GoFundMe so we can really make the biggest splash ever. We're ready to open up the floodgates because we've seen too many friends, too many, f- too many families, and our generations of children and grandchildren. That we want to help make a difference with and we're just a small part of it but you can be also a part of it as well by by just sharing sharing caring sharing caring over and over with some of the little tidbits imagine if you were to help somebody reduce their stress just by letting them know a little exercise that you can do which we'll do before the end of the show today because we're pretty unscripted and um, as we said earlier we're going to have uh, our Dr. Uh, Win come on the show who's a board-certified cardiologist and uh, we're going to make that happen for you guys as well as other guests so that we can bring you that validation that we're just not making things up, right? <laughs> and you know speaking of that, you went into the mountains in Boulder, California? Boulder Creek. Boulder Creek, California many many years ago to become a certified peak performance coach with heart math institute which is a not-for-profit organization and you went through extensive training validating everything that you say when you're talking about five minutes of an angry thought five minutes of an angry thought on how it puts all those effective harmful chemicals in the body And cortisol, I mean, you have so much research on cortisol alone that you have dissected exactly what it does to our body. And then we wonder why we were so stressed out and wigged out and angry and upset and just can't reel it in. And you found all the answers that were validated through the testing. Tell us about what the testing was, because if you're like us, we're show me kind of people show me it works, show me it works. Only 30 seconds for the break, so we'll save that for when we come back because if you want to hear the validation, we're going to cover that for you because it's important so that you can also think about how that's working when you do a little bit of meditation or a little bit of a heart lock-in and the things that we do in our class and our coaching and, and all the great things that make a big difference in our lives. So we're going to take a break. Get your favorite beverage. We'll be right back after this. At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. certain age so this is supposed to happen no it's not supposed to happen welcome back here we are Barbara Marville Kelly and Dennis Kelly peak performance life coach with HeartMath Institute and six-time world martial arts champion at age 78 I still can't believe you pulled that off and you were actually going to compete this year But your poor shoulder decided to say, hello, remember that injury?
1: It was in here in July, but uh, when the shoulder went out, uh, that ended that goal. I'll do it next year then. You think? Sure. And how old are you going to be? Well, next year I'll be 82. 82? You skipped a
0: year. (laughs) I thought you were 80. I am 80. Well, I just didn't add right. Oh, my goodness, somebody help me here. <laughs> You're so funny. Well, that being said, don't put this past this man because I believe that you would and could. Um, so we, before we took the break, we were talking about the validation from HeartMeth Institute so that you understand that anything we share with you without making any claims of curing or anything like that we want you to understand that the information that we bring to you has backup resources, whether it be clinical studies, whether it be documents from from the school that you studied at. Uh, And I'm going to turn this over to my husband so that he can share with you what they did at HeartMath Institute that will absolutely blow your mind. And you'll probably have a better understanding when we say five minutes of an angry thought can lay in your system for up to what, eight, Nine hours,
1: six to eight hours.
0: Yeah, six to eight hours.
1: Yeah. So, so what what kind of testing did they do? What do they do with? Uh, <clears throat> all well, that? they have some of the most sophisticated biofeedback equipment in the world: spectral analysis machines, and they they can tell by watching the heart rate variability, the, the, how the heart beats and the pattern that the heart beats. They can tell you the chance of having a heart attack. They can tell you if your stress is being handled correctly or if it's doing you in, it's just amazing. And they have a lot of research done on music and how music manages to really make a big difference. Just, for example, listening to this certain kind of music that we're exposed to. Just having, having the exposure to this music 30, 30 minutes, three times a week, in one month, if you can listen to that music thirty times or three times for thirty minutes for a month, you can lower your you can lower your your cortisol level down to almost nothing. You can raise your DHA level, dehydroectorum drostinum sulfate. That is the main hormone of the immune system. You can raise that up a hundred to three hundred percent. Just listening to the music. Now it, it's amazing. That you can really even outdo that. Because if you listen to that kind of music and start doing movements to that music, then that even mortifies it. And what I mean is, it actually molds it into a, a whole system that stops stress it has right in its tracks. It's a frequency, right? It's a frequency, right. Music, everything is a frequency. Everything is vibration. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that's solid at mm-hmm. all. When you look, for example, when I look at you, I see a solid body. All right. I see something else, too. A good looking <laughs> woman. <laughs> yeah. So the, the key is the reason I can see you is because the electrons in each atom are going around and around at, at a phenomenal speed. Just like when we were kids, you take a bucket tie a rope to it and then swing it around and then it looks like the bucket is solid. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's when we, we're looking at each other now, we're looking at each other because the electrons are going really fast and they can create that scenario. So that's an important factor. And then of course, the, the, one of the, my favorite sayings is that two things, two reasons or two things that I say to myself want to reach a stressful situation. Rule number one, these are actually rules in my life. And I recommend everybody make these two thoughts of rule is how do I handle stress? Say, I don't sweat the small stuff. Everything is small stuff. We're here today and gone tomorrow. The dash between when we're born and when we die in the gravestone. It's that dash that gives us the meaning. What did you do in your life? Were you happy with your life? That's, that's very, very important to question that. And then couple it with good philosophies. And of course, you mentioned that I should talk about heart math. Well, what was the most amazing thing is they have some of the world's finest neurocardiologists there working around the clock on finding ways to reduce stress because 90% it used to be 80, but now it's 90% of illness of premature death is stress related. You know, that's very profound. Well, and is it because this, it's...
0: It's unhand, mishandled, unhandled stress that leads, that
1: just continually drips on us and leads to dis-ease? Well, what the problem is, we're not genetically engineered to handle this kind of stress. Our mental abilities have evolved to where they have outdone our emotional uh, In other words, we're genetically engineered to be more negative than positive. That's for survival purposes. But the problem is, is that people, they, they allow themselves to do what the natural thing to do is get upset when things don't go their way. The problem with that is it puts in the bad hormones, the bad chemicals, realizing that we're, we're genetically engineered to be more negative for survival purposes. For example, if a group of cavemen walking by a bunch of bushes they say, well, there's no lion in that bush, all right? Then they you can look at it from that standpoint, there may be a lion in the bush. So then they get they get the negative, they get a pattern of, of thinking negative. There's, there's a part of our brain called the amygdala. That f- absorbs all bad thoughts and protects you from yourself, so to speak. But it outsmarts itself with the modern day evolution of the brain and we have not emotionally kept up with the mental facilities. So we're, we're actually at a point where our emotions are overriding our logic. Oh, that makes sense. And and so 77% of the population are negative. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then if you really look, there's a pyramid of success. And that pyramid, we all fit into one of these categories. For example, 27% of the population are negators. They walk around with their bell cord ready to zap you. They are negative more than they're positive. Twenty-seven percent. Sixty percent of the people are waiters. They can't wait for five o'clock to come so they can go home. They can't. <laughs> they they are waiting for success to come to them. In other words, the waiters are sixty percent of the population. And the problem with the waiters, like I say, they don't get up off the butts, as I so to speak. They, they expect everything to come to them. So they never really get anywhere, hardly. Only if they inherited or if they're very fortunate and just happen to be lucky and won the lottery. Then you have the achievers, the 10%. They're the ones that'll bat, bat their head against the wall to try to get through the wall and they will try to destroy the wall to make a door. The problem with the, with the achievers, a lot of them make good money, successful monetarily, but physically they're not because they're under the stress meter, very serious, like acid dripping in the system. So they, if they don't die prematurely, the last few years usually not very pleasant because of the stress. Then you have the 3% of the population. They are the dreamers, the motivators, the readers, the ones that actually are very philosophical in a positive way. The 3%, they live in most cases a nice, healthy, long life. They also accomplish a lot because they're the dreamers, the writers, the poets. They they, they are a group of individuals that make the world what it is. And so enough, not enough can be said, the value of a, a super achiever.
0: I think we're super achievers, and I think we're dreamers, aren't we?
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The key thing is, if you don't write your goals down, chances of making those goals are very negative. Mm -hmm. They did a a 20-year study on Yale University, and the graduating class, after 20 years, the only 3% of the college kids made goals that are written goals. Oh, I know. I've heard they this only, story. 3% had written goals. Yeah, yeah. After 20 years, when they came back and checked out what happened with these college graduates, that the 3% made more money than the 97% put together. See, now that's thanks. profound. That, it is and profound. Harvard did the same kind of research, came up with about the same results. So it wasn't just a one-time uh, routine to find these answers out. Exactly. And goal setting is really, really important, but oh but the whole
0: the whole health picture is really important too because that's one of the things going to the gym
1: helps to diffuse stress, right? Absolutely. You you need certain types of exercise to really be healthy. When we were back in the caves, we got a lot of exercise. Yeah. A whole lot. Running from the, the tigers and the lions or running from the tribe that's got bigger more powerful people. So we had a lot of stress back then. But the, the key thing is reaching that state of imperturbability, which can be done where nothing rocks your boat. That's true. And like Anna Weiss said, the high-performance mind is the mind that is most beneficial and productive. And the key to that, that like she said, is using your emotions to your advantage. When a situation happens, what emotion do I need to call on to yes. overcome this? Sometimes we need to be a little bit angry in yes. ourselves or with somebody else. Yes. But it's controlling that anger. Exactly. And, and not not
0: going out there right. with it and acting on it.
1: You asked me to talk about one of my stress relieving games that I play with myself and, and the people I do seminars is one of the things I do with all of my seminar inductees, so to speak, is you take a rubber band and any time you have a negative thought, jealousy, any thought it could be any negative worry anger you have two minutes to snap that rubber band snap it so it hurts a little bit because that'll take it from your right brain to the left brain which is the logical brain and and then you got seven days to make sure that you don't go past two minutes play a little game with yourself every time you have that thought snap the rubber (laughs) band you got two minutes (laughs) okay it works you got two minutes to put in, and you can't replace it. In other words, you, I, I mean, you must replace it with a caring, loving thought. So, for example, I can't, a dove on a fence post, I can't change that into a hawk. I have to replace it. So, that's the same thing, replacing that with positive thoughts, having a several on the shelf. Think of back in time when you were the happiest. Or when you d- did something that made you feel the best. When you think about it now, it makes you feel real good. Your body released the same hormones that it did back then, even though it doesn't release those kind of hormones anymore. That's exactly. profound. Exactly. So that that's the key, is snap, snap that rubber band. Then if you... Can't make it past seven days, you got to start all over. In other words, I make it to the fourth day and I go past two minutes and I got to start over from day one. <laughs> I guarantee you, once you make it through seven days without going past two minutes, you'll never want to be negative again. It's true, again.
0: it's true, it works, it really does. We have a break coming up and I'm so glad that you shared that. It's an exercise, it, it it so works, you'll maybe sometimes get, pa- get to the fourth or fifth day. Then, darn it, on that sixth day, you go past two minutes. You know, my brain is trained now that if something's rattling my cage or whatever, and I'm talking to a friend, I'll go start the start the time, start the timer. I'm I'm not going to go past two minutes. Remind me if I'm getting close. It's almost like a cue, but it really does. It will help you get that stress level under control. So we have another break already. This hour's going by lickety split. We'll be right back, right here on WeBeam TV. at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen.
2: I'm Jerry from. And
0: welcome back in, everyone, to Primetime TV Show. It's already the last segment. Do you believe that? How about that? One whole hour, and uh, we'll be back again every Monday, live at five. So tell your friends and join us. Okay, so where do we leave off in the
1: last segment? About the rubber band. About the rubber band, okay. Yeah, and give yourself a little reward. But I guarantee you, without any equivocation, that if you can make it through seven days without going past two minutes with a negative thought, your life will never be the same. In fact, in 90% of the cases, and I'm guessing, but I'm I'm sure I'm pretty accurate, that 90% of the people do not know how to really become a person that's reaching a state of imperturbability, where no matter what happens, you still will come out in winter, looking at the, sil- the cloud, looking for the silver lining. And mm-hmm. It's there. It's there because thoughts are things. In quantum physics, you find out that thoughts are things, goals that you make become reality because the thought, the, vibra- the subject, the vibration of that subject will equal the vibration of your thoughts. It goes way out with a lot of research proving that there's a lot of truth to that. So be careful what you think about, you bring mm-hmm. about. It's mm-hmm. the four laws of attraction. The first law, law of attraction is we know that everybody is under that law. What you think about, you attract. Then there's law of creative attraction, law of deliberate creation. That, you, once you realize, number one, that what you think about, you bring about, then you start planning what you think about to bring about mm-hmm. and believing in that system. And that's, that's so very, very important. Then the third law is the law of allowing, law, law allowing other people to do, be themselves. And even though they don't want you to be yourself, that's so important, not trying to change people. Mm-hmm. So you've got, then the fourth law is the law of deliberate creation. I'm sorry, the law of atrophy, I meant to say, the law of atrophy, anything that you don't do or start to do and don't finish, it's going to atrophy. It's, it's just not like your muscles. That's right. That's right. So, you know, you have a time limit. So don't let that law of atrophy become your law. And those laws are not too difficult to overcome as long as you got a good purpose, a goal that when you think about it, makes you feel passionate. Because if you're not passionate about anything in life, you're not going to go anywhere and do anything. And it you- was passion that figured out how to make a chair like this. It was yeah. passion that wrote beautiful music all over the world. Anything that you come across and come across with passion, you can get a lot more out of that situation.
0: That's very true. And sometimes there's, you know, there's a lot of people out there in the world that I've discovered really, over years, where they'll say, "I don't, I don't have a passion. I don't know what my passion is," and that's where I believe in my heart of hearts that all of our training through HeartMath Institute really teaches us how to live from passion. And it really comes down to my favorite four-letter word, L-O-V-E, because when we come from love, that changes everything. If, you know, people ask us what our secrets are and how we're still able to do what we're doing at, you know, I'll be 70 this year, you will be be 81 next year. (laughs) He just turned 80 and we kind of joke about it because age is just a number but we really believe in our heart of hearts that love gets you through everything and love will help you make those right choices of what's resonating with you what isn't and eventually it comes so naturally you know it was probably about seven or eight years ago I did a vision board and I saw us doing A TV show. I saw it. I saw it. I believed it. I had an unwavering focus because I knew that this would be the platform to get our message worldwide. And that's what we've been doing. And now we're going to be ramping it up quite a bit because we know what works. We just manifested another baby, another fur baby, right out of the clear blue sky. I don't think so. We thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. And so now we we have that. That just happened in the last few weeks, and we've been testing her out, and she's obviously passed the test within the first day. So these things are real. It may sound kind of wackadoodle or kind of out there, but if you do any research on frequencies, and we're all we're made up of frequency, right?
1: Everything. I mean, is you
0: like are the frequency master.
1: You are. Well, uh, I would like to believe that, but that. Anybody can be that. It doesn't I mean you have any special talents. I just am a very determined person to want to enjoy life. Yes. And if you want to enjoy life, you have to learn to realize that anything that happens, you have to find some good about it. Of course. That is really true. What can be good about that? You know, I'm glad,
0: you? I'm glad that you reminded me about that.
1: that say that. Go ahead. I am going to interrupt you. Uh, the, the key, th- when something happens, even if it's a disaster, if you say, what could be good about this? You can always find something to be good about.
0: It's true. I know that sounds crazy, even in times of crisis.
1: Well, when I lost hundreds of thousands of dollars with the biggest disco in Baltimore called Disco Palace in Pikesville, uh, Maryland, I said to myself, well, I get to start all over again. (laughs) And I said to myself that this wasn't meant for me. The the, the good Lord caused my, my wonderful creation and caused it to go up in flames, so to speak. I don't mean that fire flames, but I mean basically disco went out at six months after I opened the club. That's crazy. And we lost everything, my partners and myself. But I wouldn't have met you had that not happened. That's true. So I would I keep thinking when that happens, well, what happened is is going to mean that my guardian angel, so to speak, is going to keep me from something worse. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a benefit. What can be good about? Well, I learned to never to go in a nightclub business again. <laughs> Well, find another I'm source. <laughs> and I did. I found the getting into health and fitness and mm-hmm. helping people a lot more fun than running a nightclub. And that was
0: really uh, dri- driven by the fact that you lost your father at a very young age. 53
1: years of age. He died of a massive coronary. Mm-hmm.
0: And he didn't know how to deal with his stress either. We only have two minutes before we close our show. And we'll be talking about this and what led my husband and I both after caregiving for our aging parents and things like that. We really wanted to make a difference, and we want to set that example for our family, friends, and others that, that believe in us and are looking for support, and more updated information. And so that's one of the reasons we're doing our movement and anybody that wants to come on board, by all means do so. Um, it's, it's all about really taking our unwavering passion and putting it forth out there in the world. And as you said, we're gonna leave you with this, what you think about, you bring about. So maybe for the next 24 hours, Try the rubber band technique, right? Don't go past two minutes of an angry thought. It'll dump between six and eight hours of bad chemicals in the system. Try that and try to watch yourself talk. Try to think about positive thoughts. And like you said, going back as a good anchor, um, great things, a great time in your life. Maybe when you were married, First got married, second time got married, your divorce, right? Having the baby, the first baby, my first grandson still stays with me as a really solid anchor. So leaving you with a few of those positive thoughts to ponder on. And we will see you next week, same time, same place. And we just may have Dr. Wynn joining us next week. And we want to thank you for joining us. Uh, 30 seconds. What can you say in 30 seconds? I know a lot.
1: You are the creator of your destiny. You're the author. The pen is in your hand. You write the story. The results are up to you. Very good. That only took 20 seconds.
0: Well, no, we have 20 seconds left. Oh, well, you get to the end
1: of the rope, tie it on, and hang on. Winners <laughs> never quit, quitters never win. Speaking These of the I we've got to quit.
0: Heartbreak. <laughs> we love you. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>